This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. favorite podcasts and now here's your host all right chris all right then good evening everybody time for sloppy seconds and how the devil are you and that could actually be my co-host this evening 
uh, is that brown? <laughs> but we are looking at the women's Euros this evening. Uh, Dan's joining me in a second. Uh, he's done his homework. And um, let us know if you agree with him, because he'll be giving us uh, who he thinks is the best player from each team so far. So we <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. Um, but uh, but please, in the meantime, uh, give us give us a subscribe. It's at the bottom there. Uh, if you're on Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube, smash those likes as well. It does help with the old algorithms. And if you are listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you for sharing your ears with me. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, this, I mean, this, this is this is my co-host here this evening. Um, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> what can I say? He's been enjoying the sun, and I don't mean the newspaper because he doesn't buy that anymore because they don't have page three. Let's welcome Dan. Dan hey, hey, hey. Sorry, I'd have put everything away, but I was too busy enjoying myself to your intro. So, <laughs> all that rocking along. It's ginger spice. <laughs> and he's, he's here collaborating with Old Spice. So, well, indeed, indeed. Here he is. Let's give Dan his proper introduction. His name is Daniel Robert Morehousimus, commander of the Armies of the Turf, corporal of the Championship Teams fan club, and loyal servant to the true emperor, Chris Forian, father to various children, husband to a waggish wife. Son to a father just found who is amazing, awesome, and incredible, and he will have his vengeance in this life or the next. <laughs> or this season or the next. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get a gladiator voice, Bane was the nearest I could get to. <laughs> No, I like that. Turf more Halsimus. How the devil are you? <laughs> more Halsimus. Mr. Animus. I am all right. I am all right. Kate says you'll be locked up again once the show ends. Look, Kate, if you want to get kinky like that, that is fine, but don't announce it on the show. All right, we're not that sort of a program. Bloody hell. <laughs> She's still using her handcuffs. <laughs> 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 but welcome along. It is we are going to be reviewing the Euro, um, the Euro game so far for the women's Euros. Actually, I know you have picked your, your best player out from uh, from each team, and we're going to be previewing previewing the uh, the quarterfinals, which start tomorrow with um, with uh, England, of course, taking on. Uh, Kate said it's too hot for that any of that shite. Yeah, but just think it's all the sweaty, slippery. It makes it more exciting. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's at the end when you can't actually get apart. <laughs> you stuck together like Velcro. Yes. It's like trying you know, to pull two dogs apart once they've started, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, well. <laughs> if you're going to cage a dog. No, that's up to you. <laughs> I wasn't going there, but... <laughs> well, you said it. You said it. Anyway, for the ladies that are watching, there might be a few left. Show us your white bits. How <laughs> you say that? <laughs> look, look, at, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I've, got to say, 
You know what? You know what it looks like? You know, if you fancy a sausage butcher, you think, shit, I've not turned sausages. And they're all brown on one side. It's still practically fresh flesh on the people, Now people could understand why I put that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Although I will be like Ross this weekend um, because I'm helping a mate move a sofa and he lives in a flat two, uh, two stories up. So oh, as soon mate. as we're helping take this sofa down, I'm just going to be shouting, pivot, pivot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not put it off till the winter? I mean, you are going to be dripping. Oh, 100 percent, 100 That's how, and that's that, my friends, is how beef dripping is created in Lancashire. <laughs> it's after the watershed. <laughs> let us let us talk women's football, and why yes. not? Why not? Um, your thoughts on it so far? I think it's been a phenomenal tournament. I think, um, yeah. you know, we, we set a precedent with the first game against Austria. Um, we were, you know, the, the attendance was absolutely outstanding. It's great to see that so many people are backing, you know, that the not just the fact that it's the women's Euros, but it's the whole principle that women's football in general, not just the Euro, being a European tournament, yeah, but it's all getting this uh, the limelight that it deserves. So I, I'm really happy. I'm really happy, and I think a few teams have been uh, surprising us as well. Um, there's been some really big score lines. It's been so interesting to watch, and yeah, long may it continue into these uh, dying moments of the tournament. Indeed, indeed. James, good evening. No, that's not Elton Wellesby. That was on earlier. <laughs> Now you're all right, James. <laughs> <laughs> lovely man, lovely man. Well, he is. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm an arse. <laughs> but there's been some... <laughs> we know that. <laughs> and a brown one at the moment. But we look... I mean, when you look at the the, the whole tournament, it's so well organised. Yeah. Yes, you can have a look at the odd sort of, you know, game and say, well, maybe the attendance wasn't that high, but... You know, the five o'clock kickoffs, people have still been at work and they couldn't get to it. I mean, England obviously have, have filled out two stadium, but you know, there's been some high attendances for some of the other games, which is which is lovely to see. It is, especially when we've been just you know, we've just come out of a you know, a big batch of COVID, you know, lockdown, etc. And now we're getting fans turning up and welcome into the country from all around the world to see their nation in 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 this Euros in England. So Georgia, anyway, I don't know around the world. Yeah, It'd be well, a you know what I mean. If Australia would come over. Well, no, well, I mean these pe these people that might be living around the world. You know, they might be living around the world. They might have moved afar from where their own nation is, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. do follow their well, nation. Well, 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 dug out yourself out of a hole, then. Yeah. <laughs> I say so, sir. It's too hot. I'm not digging anymore. Seven dwarfs can do it rest. <laughs> uh, who, who's impressed you so far, generally? Um, I think France have been phenomenal. Mm. I, I, I do like the way that France set up. They do not take any prisoners. They like to go for the kill. Um. The, them and us, really. I didn't think we'd sort of... I knew we'd be a force to be reckoned with. I just didn't think we'd 
be hammering teams as much as we have. You know, the score lines have been yeah. something else. Yes. So, yeah, I'd say us, France, and uh, pro- probably the Germans. Mm. It's interesting to see because I think we've laid the marker down for everybody else, if I'm honest with you. Um, you know, I think you can... You know, we've scored more goals than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, we've not conceded any goals. Um, and it's been a, a, a you know, like I say, you know, we're here. You've got to get past us on our own turf if you want to do very well. Um, and James said here, quite, you know, I've fully enjoyed this tournament. It's just great to see uh, how much the women's game has grown. The support as well has been fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And, and I do admit, I did. When at the start of it, I found myself judging the teams by their male counterparts. You know, I'm looking at, you know, the likes, say, of Portugal and saying, like, wow, they are so far down, you know, on, on the ranking. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, it's not. It's the women's teams. And when I started watching it, I was really impressed. But then I found myself, whether I was too impressed or not, I don't know if you had this problem, We've got to accept that this women's game is brilliant. Love the tournament. Love the love the love the games I've watched, uh, which is almost every one. But I found myself as it went on getting too critical, if you like. Like you know, I'd look at something and go, "For God's sake, you know what 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 you're doing there," and forgetting that, in fairness, although these are, I mean, obviously missing the target from two inches out, you'd expect anybody to be able to do that if they're at that level, but. You forget that they are so many years behind the standard that the men's are at, and that's not that's no criticism of the women at all. It's just I'm having to find myself readjusting my, my thoughts when I'm watching the game. I get you, I get what you're saying. Um, but then as you say, you know, people of that quality you'd expect them to do better in front of goal. I mean, Gaza missed from two yards, you know, studs. Yeah. You know, we've seen Ronaldo blaze one over the bar from a couple of yards out on an open goal. Mm. So, you know, you it, it does happen. Um, I do think it's great what, what's happening. I think the physicality of the women's game is a lot different to the men's. Um, I do think that there's scope for improvement for me personally in decision-making. I think well, sometimes that, is that not what I'm saying about them being yeah. you know, still developing as a sport. Yeah, I, I, see, I don't think it's going to be as so much as developing the sport. I'd say maybe the it, we've not got the same, you know, you, like the court, you know, coaching badges have to be ridiculously high to be a coach in the Premier League. Yeah. I'm not saying that these people that are coaching the women's game in you know the women's Premier League aren't. But maybe they don't need the qualification as much, or need to work on certain aspects. You know, there's not there's not all the sports science potentially involved in the women's game. I'm, I, you know, don't quote me on it. I don't know. No. Um, no. But who, who knows? That that that's another thing that could be needed to be looked at. <laughs> Just writing that down. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think it will get there. And it's great to see. Obviously, the you know. The WSL, the Women's Super League in, in, in England, is being backed heavily by Sky. And I'm certainly going to be watching more games next next season. 
Um, the you know this is being covered by the BBC in some form or another. Um, it's amazing they've got four channels and they still can't find space to put football matches and they have to put it on the websites. And, and I, I, I explained to me the BBC explained to me you know what are BBC three and four there for? But you know obviously rubbish programs but that's that's another story <laughs> i pay my license i'm allowed to complain <laughs> but i tell you the other thing that has impressed me before we get on to the individual groups and players um is it, it's the attitude i mean the 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 well, two ones let's start with the players first yeah if you th- if i see one of the women go down i know that they really are injured yeah, because you see him either come off, you know, have to be substituted or... Yes, the, you know, what I mean is... They actually know, do need this medical attention. Apart from one, I think, which was a Portuguese player, you you know, I've not seen this Tom Daly diving and then temperoets and a, whatever, you know, a leg up to before, before they start rolling. And I, and I think that's great. So, you know, they're not going looking for the fouls either. They're not, you know, they're not trying to con the referees. No, and I think... That that's a that's a great thing to have because especially when you've got VAR, you know I think in the men's game as I say it's it's so frustrating because even though we've got VAR, even though we've got goal line technology, we've got cameras all over the shop that players still you know dive and try to claim what they can, yeah. you know, and in the women's game we've, we're not seeing that which is great stuff. You're going to be pain in the arse with that all the time, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to be. It's going to last. Um, it is, but, you know, I, I mean, I still say that's another topic for another show. You know, if, if you got retrospective yellow cards for, for conning the ref or, you know, diving, then we'd soon see the end of it because we would, you know, yeah. the managers would be getting fed up with losing players. Um, and that has helped, I think, the refereeing being of a pretty decent standard. Yeah, I mean, I told Jake the other day he's done really well with the refereeing. To be honest, I thought he's uh, he's been phenomenal in the two games he's ref. He's not having no. it. He's not having it. No, he's definitely not. No. Um, he's he's gone quiet with me since. I think I think I might have annoyed him, but I'm good at that. Um, <laughs> yes, you actually are. Yes. Yeah. Re- recently, I'm starting to build up a little bit of a portfolio of doing it. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> To be honest, I, I, the the refereeing has been it has been brilliant. You know, the refs have let the games play. They've let the games go on. Um, they've not been very whistle happy or card happy. I'd even say, dare I say it, Chris Kavanagh on VAR has actually been relatively all right. Really, relatively, not hundred <laughs> percent. Do, do you think the referee? I mean, I I I think Leicester was one of the first teams in Europe. Well, we were in Europe, sorry, but one of the first teams where we actually had a um, a woman's referee. And I, I just, you know, they, they don't argue with her. You know, they wouldn't go up and harass her like they would a man. But I think the fact that the men, the, you know, the women aren't doing that allows the referees to be referees. Yeah. Yeah, I think too many people seem to think that these you don't need authority to, you know, that they don't give a shit about the man in the middle or the woman in the middle of the park. No. Some some of these people. And and now it's 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 great to see that, you know, a referee's there to make sure the game goes, you know, without fail. Mm. You know, make sure it runs smoothly, there's no issues. So why get uppity with them? You know, yeah. it's a it's tough enough job for them 
as it is when you've got both fans, both sets of fan bases on your case, no matter what decision you make, you know, you're always going to be the arsehole not after 90 minutes, yeah. whether you win or lose, there's always yeah. going to be a decision you've got wrong. So, and that's even with VAR. So, yeah, fair play to the refs. They've been phenomenal so far and hopefully we don't have a lapse in concentration when it comes to the quarters and and no. uh, so on and so forth. And VAR, you, you mentioned it there, you mentioned Chris Kavanagh, um, you know, they seem to be saying... It's very rare that I've seen, it might be just the games that I've seen, but when things have gone to VAR, VAR have always said to the ref, you go and have another look at it. We think, well, I can't know exactly what they're saying to them, but, you know, we think this happened. Please go and have a look at it. They they don't seem to be telling the refs, right, well, that wasn't a penalty or whatever. They're letting, you know, they're letting the refs keep the authority, if you like. Yeah, and I, I've enjoyed that because as much yeah. as every time it's gone to VAR, you've seen that, you know, okay, it's took about five minutes and there's been six minutes added on in games and it may warm people up. But if it's here and it's here to stay, which, you know, it's a bit of a hindrance in real life, you know, we, we can't deny it. It's a pain in the backside. You know, human error was just fine as it was. I don't know why you have to go and try and implement everything else. As you get, as you said, though, another ep- another. Another same for another show, um, mm. but yeah, I mean they've they, they've done they've done all right with it. The, the fact that they're telling these referees go to the monitor, check it out. You know, we think yeah. that's what this is, but yeah, yeah, you know, you made that call. We think it's just sl- sort of agree with you, but you know, there's something else in it. Yeah, but go and check that for yourself. Do you agree with what we're saying? And I think if we saw that as well in the men's game, we'd nip a lot more shit in the bud. Oh. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't mind them. T- I mean, I was watching the other night with Craig, uh, and I can't remember which game it was. Um, well, you were flicking between the two, weren't you? There was a Swede, Sweden, Portugal. It was, I believe, yeah. And at the end, there was, we could not, we looked at it, and they showed, when they showed the replays, I think it was at four different angles, and we came up with two different decisions each time, you know. So we go, oh, no, that came, it was, it was a, whether the player was offside or not, and had it hit the defender or had it hit the, the you know the yeah. another another striker when it came off the striker. So that's it. That that was probably the longest one I've seen. But they came, we think, in fairness to the the right decision at the end. And before we, last thing now, before we do move on to the groups, can the men's game look at how VAR has been in this and learn anything from it? Yeah, simple answer. I don't think yes, it needs no. really explaining. Look right. at the fixtures. Look at how simple it has been. Yeah. Look at the fact that stop. We we cannot. We've all seen it. We've all been there. Mm. You know, it, the fact that some of the decisions have gone all right for the big six, but as soon as it's you know little little Burnley or you know Leicester are playing someone like Spurs, you know, so, some will go tits up because it's you know let, need, let's favour the big guns. There needs I to think, be yeah. Something else. I think we need a. We need to stop the conning of the refs by the players. Um, oh, I, I want straight reds mm-hmm. for dives, mate. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think it's the simplest way for it. You're not mm-hmm. going to iron it out of the game until yeah. you do something drastic. So I'd say three match bans, send it straight reds if you get caught diving. But I think for me, they've got that whole game right, ninety minutes on, you know, on video. Watch it again afterwards, 
and he says, oh, that was a dive, I missed that. He gets the red card for it because the managers would soon come down on the players and say, stop doing that, you're getting yourself red cards. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's my thought. I think you've also got to as well, you know, we have seen... They've literally got most... I've not seen a VAR decision that they've really got wrong. I'm not saying they haven't, but I haven't really seen one. And I think VAR, we saw with Forest Huddersfield in the in the playoff final. You know, it's got to be stopped VAR buddying up with the referee because it's his last game or whatever. You've got to yeah. start making the decisions for the good of the game. But like That's we say, we could, there we, for. We, could, we could end up talking VAR all night, couldn't we? So. We could. We're going to be looking at the group stage review. So we're going to be looking back at the, the groups and we're looking forward to the quarterfinals. So um, let's move on and start with uh, and have a look at the groups. And oh, sorry, I don't know how <laughs> I got in there. But let me just quickly mention and uh, I want to thank Three Retro for their support of the shows. Um, and um, do get over if you want any sports, retro sports shirts or retro sports wear. Three retro.com, number three, if you're listening, the number three retro.com for the biggest choice of uh, retro shirts and retro wear. And they've got a lot of the Admiral stuff. And I've got to be honest with you, I love the Admiral stuff, absolutely love it. It's the best, the best kit manufacturer out there. Um, well, I do echo your sentiment with three retro as well, really good brand to work with and absolutely fantastic. Um, for the, what they've what, what they've done. I think, I, think somebody's, I think somebody's creeping here, but let's not say anything more. <laughs> Charlotte, <laughs> how the devil are you? Welcome along. No match today. And unfortunately, you're going to have to cover your eyes because you're probably looking at that person. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> and thinking, who the hell is that? I'm sorry. I couldn't. I don't choose his wardrobe, but I will be having words with the wardrobe. With the wardrobe. Oh, shut up your face. Poundland version of Eminem. <laughs> what the chocolate sweets? Yeah. I need to start remembering. I have to press that twice. Right. Let's get back on to um. Where are we? Hang on a second. I need to get. You've got back me singing on. that in my head now. What's the matter, you? <laughs> Why are you looking so sad? So group A. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, I went back again and not forward. Sorry. Here we go. So these are were the groups. Uh, group A. Obviously, we had um, Austria, England, Northern Ireland, and Norway. Uh, group B: Denmark, Finland, Germany, and Spain. Uh, group C was Netherlands, Portugal, Sweden, Switzerland, and making up Group D, Belgium, France, Iceland, and Italy. Um, so let's just have a look at the mixes of the groups. So let me just get this. Use the right mouse. It helps. So Group A. So Austria ranked 21, um, England 8, Northern Ireland, 47, Norway, 11th. Looking at that, you, you've you got to be honest, you've got to think, well, England should have qualified from that, which obviously we did. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's 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 like that old saying, isn't it? You've got people that will talk, talk their legs off a game about stats and there's people that stats don't mean nothing. You know, yeah. the, the scoreline says different. 
you know, I don't know how many times I've watched Burnley and they've had 28% possession and yet they still nick a 1-0, you know what I mean? Stats don't tell a story. So, I, remember, but, I remember those days. <laughs> so do I. Well, after we, we watching us it, against Shrews, dark ages, but, you know, there we go. <laughs> after watching us against Shrewsbury, Chris, we're a different animal, I'll tell you that. Um, well, I'm sure Shrewsbury were as well. Hey, I can't say anything after losing to Notts uh, Not County, but uh, but yeah, that's, looking, both, not, I mean, that's both Nottingham sides that have done you within a year. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on, indeed. Um, I think the surprise in this group for me was Norway because yeah. you know, they, they, they ranked eleven. Um, and yeah, I mean, let's 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 get to them. I mean, we beat Austria one nil. Norway started off well four one, beating Northern Ireland. But in fairness to Northern Ireland, they've only been professional since January. Yeah, it, it was a huge win. Winning for them was just getting to the to the finals themselves. You know, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, then Austria beat Northern Ireland two nil, but then Norway rolled up to face England and. Well, were England too good for Norway, or were Norway just that bad? 8-0 record in this competition. It's a, t- it's a tough one to call. I think you've got to look at the fact that maybe it was potentially a case of we were too strong for them, as much as the rankings say we're very close. Or maybe we just thought we knew we had to do a job against a team like Norway in this group. So we just literally went all out to make sure that we could do that. Um, But we did. And we did it proper. You know, put them to the sword without a shadow of doubt. Yeah. I mean, it did. It, It literally, to me, that was the game that... The first game, you know, we we struggled. We won 1-0. It was the first game... Uh, and Austria, uh, let's face it, Austria, I mean, they're the ranked 21st. They were semi-finalists last time out, so they shouldn't be, you know, poo-pooed. But I think when people would have looked at that result, gone, you know, that was England putting the gauntlet down, wasn't it? Yeah, that's them saying, listen, we're the ones to beat. You know, if, if, if you're going to, you know, you're going to have to come in there, faces at some point. And I don't know, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing, because you sort of have to sort of live up to that now you've sort of done it once it's almost like right well you've you've walked it once walk it with the rest of the tournament yeah so Um, i don't know there's two there's two sides to it i I think we'll continue in good fine form anyway and uh obviously we've got a really nice not going to say easy because it's definitely not but we've got a nice test in the uh quarters yeah, I think that's the team that I, I would have liked. Thank you very much. Um, Charlotte says here, stats are poo. They are when they're against you, but when they're for you, they're all right. On show, I mean, the funny thing is, I was never used to be bothered by by stats because I mean, I was talking with with Elton Wellsby earlier, and you, you were obviously in the chat, and you know, I, I actually said, and he thought I was complaining, and I wasn't, but I was just making the fact that Leicester won the Premier League with the least possession of any team that's ever won it, you know, over yes. the season. We were not possession-based. Um, so, but since I've started doing this, and I guess because it's a talking point, but to say, well, look, you know, how many shots um, um, Portugal had, or whoever it was last night, you know, 
it, it just backs up what you talk about on these shows. So, but I agree, you can two people can sit there and read two different things into stats, you know. Uh, but then Austria went on to beat Norway 1 0, and, mm-hmm. and we put five past the, the Northern Ireland at the end. Um, so, I mean, let's have a look here. This is what Lou went for, and I'm going to be honest with you, I, I agreed with her. I mean, I said, you know, England top, Norway, I thought would be second, Austria third, Northern Ireland fourth. Because although they did get to the semi-finals last year, it was the first time I think they'd been in the finals. Yeah. But as you can see, we got one and four right and two and three the wrong way around. But I would have expected Norway to uh, to go, go through. And not, yeah, Norway to go through. Would you have put them, which order would you have put them in? Same as you and Lou, to be fair. I think, you, you know, even, to even taking the official FIFA rankings to, to the side, I think you'd have still said England top that group, Norway mm-hmm. second. And as, as you rightly already said, Northern Ireland are just happy to be there, you know, fighting yeah. in the first time. Um, okay, they'd have potentially probably enjoyed it a bit more if they'd have got a point on the board, but it's a learning curve for them. It is. It is. And I'd say they've done well. To, to get here, so yeah. I say Norway. I think was a team that, like you say, dis- not necessarily disappointed us, but was surprised us by not going through. But did any of their players impress you at all? Norway's players. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you'd throw me under the bus. <laughs> well, I think the fact that you're not doing your homework. What... <laughs> yeah, I've not done my homework. Anybody that's watching, I wasn't expecting uh, Dan to actually do that. I've been winding him up about that <laughs> since he sat down. <laughs> so... well, see, I've, heard, I've heard that early in Ireland's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, anyway, shall we move on? Uh-huh. <laughs> so wrong button honestly my finger keeps slipping <laughs> sorry good thing for that <laughs> I believe so uh, go get it unstuck first Denmark Finland Germany Spain this was group B ladies and gentlemen um and I think well let's have a look what well, let's have a look what FIFA said about this group um You've got two, Germany and Spain, fifth and seventh, and two in Denmark and Finland that were 15th and 29th. So looking at that, you'd probably say, yeah, we know which two are going to go through here. Yeah. My biggest, This is my biggest torn, disappointment of the tournament, that Finland didn't get through just because I love the shirt that they play in. Yeah, <laughs> I know you've been saying that, that you yeah, like, really like I'm that Finland just- shirt. I'm waiting for three retro to bring out, <laughs> bring out the retro. <laughs> I can get it. No, I see. To me, to me, just to sidetrack for a minute. To me, and that's the, that's the Chuckle Brothers these days, isn't it? To, to me, me, to you, to me, just to, to me, me, to me, to me. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. To me, that was what I was going to say. That should be England shirt, a white shirt with a red cross on it. Yeah, that's our, that's our flag. We should be doing that. Where where we've got this blue? There's no blue on the English flag. What are we doing with blue shorts? I think it's just because of the lions and the the sort of the, you know it's like a navy blue, isn't it? The lions and the the line around the badge. 
Yeah, but the lines aren't blue. No, they're like a navy blue. Not in real life, lines are brown. Well, the ones I saw in South Africa, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And before I put up... um, But that's (laughs) like saying Lester's fox isn't white. Although I know you can get a white fox. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Before I put Charlotte's next comment up, I've got to say this. And now for something completely different. <laughs> she said, Norway are pining for the fjords. <laughs> <laughs> so, we weren't disappointed because, like we said, at the end of the day, I think the, sort of the right two w- went through. But uh, it started off with Spain beating Finland 4-1. Uh, Denmark, and this is the game I didn't see, but Germany beat Denmark 4-0. So after the first round of games, you're thinking, yeah, kind of see where this group's going, probably. Yeah. Um, then Denmark beat Finland 1-0 in the Battle of the Nordic Countries. And this was the surprise, Germany beat Spain. Now, this is the reason why I want Spain, because... Spain had all the well, most of the possession. They had, I think it was 60 odd percent possession. They had so many shots and they did absolutely nothing with it. No, you know, and no, it's, if they come, if they play like that tomorrow night, great, bring it on. Because Germany in that game sat back and said, Right, yeah, come at us, couple of breaks, couple of goals, good night, uh, Vienna. You know, it's just. And Spain made tough work of getting past Denmark, 1-0 in the last game. Uh, Germany put Finland sort of to the sword, 3-0, but Finland were already home. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, would you sooner have Germany or, or, or are you with me there on Spain? No, I, I'd have took either or, really. I think at the moment, the way we're playing, I think we'd would have been phenomenal against either side. Although... Yeah. Knowing full well that we're playing Spain first, it's got to be an incentive. Knowing full well that you're getting through to the well, say that you're getting through to the semis. Don't be hasty, Daniel. Um, no, 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 but you, no. you'd say that you know you've got a very good chance of getting through when you're playing second in the group. Don't go get ahead of yourself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, as I say, that's the reason I'd like Spain. I'm glad we've got Spain time because I think Germany do look the more dangerous. Um, yeah. Uh, and as I say, we Lou went for Germany, Spain, Denmark, Finland, and I've got to say I'd probably agree with her. She got it spot on. Yeah. She got it absolutely spot on uh, with that one. Um, Germany, three wins, uh, no goals conceded, nine goals scored. Not quite as good as us, Germany, so get back in your box. Uh, Spain won two, lost one, and threw with five. Um, Denmark registered the one win, and Finland didn't win any at all. Chris Welsh, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Welcome along. I hope you are well. well, Chris. And 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 not doing anything you shouldn't be doing. Let's just leave it at that, shall we? (laughs) You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Oh, it so is. It so is. Nice to see. Nice to see Ross again. It's been a while. (laughs) Did Ross or Rust? I'm not sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> That'll be gone tomorrow. A bit of WD forty. I'll be right as rain. <laughs> you can hear anything creaking, guys. It is done. It is done. <laughs> you, Chris. Like, come on. Well, can I just say, oh, Chris? He's taking the mic because of this. Look, look at that. <laughs> the man with the t-shirt that is you've got one of those body t-shirts on, you know, or you've been painted, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Naked body art. Oh god, no. I'm gonna go to bed with that thought now. That is a horrible thought. <laughs> and enjoy enjoy your night, Chris. <laughs> Kate has my sympathy. I've only got the thought, she's got the real thing. <laughs> evening, evening, uh, Kate. How are you? Um, I've forgotten a surname then. Musgrove goes, good evening, Miss Musgrove. How the devil are you? Um, <laughs> so, uh, Group C, Netherlands, Portugal, Sweden and Switzerland. Um, I'm the same as you, Chris. I've, I've not been so stupid. You know, if I was ginger, would I be going out in this weather? Apparently, I've not been out in it. I've not been out in it, apart from in the evening, it, uh, it had cooled down a little bit. Uh, I put finally had a successful barbecue. Um, that was a success. So we had a successful barbecue, and uh, I went and had a bit of a sit down in the pool. Well, apparently, or as other people like to call it, a bed bath. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, did you? Um, <laughs> well, apparently, there was supposed to be a march today in London about people still having a go at gingers, but because it was so hot, they called it off. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. So, um, <laughs> Netherlands are ranked four, but they are, of course, the current holders. Mm -hmm. Sweden second. And uh, let's be honest with you, they're, they're behind the USA. And to be able to catch the USA up would be, you know, impossible, I think. Um, Switzerland 20 and... Uh, Portugal 30. I mean, this is what I'm saying earlier about sort of having to sort of remember that this isn't the men's games. I'm looking at Portugal and thinking, 30th? What's happened to Ronaldo? You know, but um, <laughs> you, know, you have to uh, do it. Netherlands always wind up below. Um, don't get it. <laughs> I don't. Is it, is it because of the Netherlands and the windmills and tulips sort of thing? I don't know um, whether that's what she's going no, for. No. James is back. Good evening, James. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, keep it in the likes and subscribe if you are new. Thank you so much, James. So, what well, have you got the YouTube red hand? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just because you. That's just because your soft toilet paper wasn't as strong as you thought it was. <laughs> God, I can't believe I said that. Um, this is. I'm, I'm really sorry, YouTube. Don't send me a, a letter, please. Don't you know? <laughs> it's just my, it's just my toilet humour. <laughs> so Netherlands are the holders. Um, uh -huh. We a, we actually we actually well, I didn't say stuffed them, but I think was it five one or four one in a friendly before and the Euro started because of course we didn't have any qualifications to play. So we've also got their manager from the last time when they won it. Um, so Netherlands possibly looking um, looking a little bit uh, maybe suspect. But that said, 
we thought it'd be Sweden, Netherlands, Portugal, Switzerland. Um, which basically, if I just catch up on my other screen, um, was <laughs> almost the way Lou almost called it. Um, just but, just settled on goal difference. Yes, it did finish the way though that France said it. Um, sorry, FIFA said it would. They they, yeah. ranking, they got it in the right order. Um, no. Sweden impressed me. The Netherlands, well, I mean, if we have a look at the we have a look at sort of the games. Um, you know, Portugal and Switzerland drew two two in the first game. I mean, that was that was the original tale of two halves. Yeah, it was. Was yeah. Por Portugal have been a bit unfortunate, really, in this event, in in this this group stage, to be honest, because in two games they clawed it back. But then they be that far and, behind, maybe, you know. Yeah, it does make it does make you you know wonder why. Um, but does, you yeah. know, no, I think as as you as you said there, the Swedes are. Uh, been brilliant uh, as we expect. Um, the Netherlands. <laughs> uh... Words fail me, Charlotte. Words fail me. <laughs> I mean, it, this, this was turning into the most boring group going, wasn't it? At one point, uh, yeah, Netherlands and Sweden got a one-one draw. Uh, Sweden struggled past Switzerland two-one. In fairness. And the Netherlands again, three-two against Portugal. So Switzerland and Portugal were going down fighting, um, and then Sweden. Well, Port, I mean, you know, <laughs> that was the one where I think I was watching with Craig, wasn't it? And I, we started off watching the Swiss game, and literally, I'm, I'm, I know sort of Leicester's. I'm, I say I'm the wrong person to say this because it's pot calling the kettle black with Leicester's defence. But every time they had a free kick or a corner, they conceded a goal. Portugal. They'd got yeah. this thing of, we have got zonal marking, but we're not going to mark anybody in our zone. Because <laughs> as you looked at it, you could see the Portuguese defenders, and you could see the, the Swedes, nobody was picking them up. And they went, I'm here. The ball came over, boom, head it in. And wow. like, But then Switzerland and Netherlands, that was, I mean, Netherlands, just as we swapped over, the Netherlands went ahead. Switzerland, in all fairness, got back into it. And then it was probably the last, the best five minutes of football I've ever seen, the last five minutes. Netherlands got three. I think they actually even had one ruled out for VAR. Um, but it, it, it was a great... But, you know, at the end of the day, I think the best two teams went through. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Can't say much fairer. No, no, and again, you know, anybody from sort of the the Swiss the Sweden team that impressed you? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were all all right. They, they were that they were that blonde. I can't remember what position she played. Um, all over. Yeah, all over. All. Over. I mean, Eureka Johnson weren't too bad. I thought she had a good game. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> so I won't do it again to you. I won't do it again. <laughs> so uh, she was right, Lou, in the fact that she got um, the top two in the right order, and then the other. For two me, I think she's she's got it pretty much nailed on. As you say, you know, it's only yeah. goal difference that's changed the bottom two. That one, yeah. 
She she thought she'd done really bad with these predictions, but she actually, in fairness, hasn't. She's been um, pretty much spot on. Yeah. So, Group D, let us have a look and go down to Group D. Um, Belgium, France, Iceland and Italy. Now, I'm not one to hold a grudge. I'm not one to, you know, not, not seek revenge out. But Italy. <laughs> Where are you now, Italy? Failed to qualify for the World Cup, didn't get out of the group stage of the women's Euros. Yeah, okay, you only won the thing because you pulled one of our players back and nearly strangled him and got away with it. Yeah, where are you now, Italy? Bring it on. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> yes, let's be having you. Um, no, 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 I say, never hold a grudge, me. Never hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed, we did. Um, she's she's part Italian, Charlotte. Uh, I think it's wow. her left leg. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> um, but you look at, as you look at this group, um, it, it was. Let's see what FIFA had to say, because um, you know you got to be looking at this and going, well, France. <laughs> let's just turn up and you know give us the points, please. We're through. Third. <laughs> And then it was any one of three. Italy, 14th. Frank, uh, Iceland, 17th. And Belgium, 19th. And I know that, I mean, the Belgium, some of the Belgian players were in tears. They were doing the old, you know, um, antiperspirant advert, you know, the old... Yeah. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> but I'm sorry, when, it, you know, I'm looking at some of these teams and they've gone into the last game knowing... That they've got to win, all right, not wanting to lose, but yeah. you've got to go for it. And this is what annoyed me with so many of these teams on that on the third group game is they didn't go for it. I mean, Belgium drew with Iceland in the first game. France just put Italy to the sword uh, and five-one. Italy could only draw with Iceland one-one. I say only, but France beat Belgium two-one. Uh, Belgium then beat Italy 1-0, and then France beat Iceland 1-1. In those last two games, I mean, anybody, France were through, and we covered uh, we covered the Italy-Belgium game because that was the more... We didn't think that Iceland were going to beat France. Uh, I mean, they got a draw because of a last-minute penalty. But in that Italy-Belgium game, Italy were all over Belgium again, you know. But Belgium... They just took the time, start the second half, kept found, found the Italians asleep, went in and scored 1-0. Now, at what point do Italy think this is going to be all right for us? They've got to get two goals because they've got to win. So they've got to come out. If you're going to lose 1-0, and you might as well lose four or five, giving it a go. Yeah. And they at, least, at least then your fans aren't going to be like, Oh, you did nothing. You didn't even turn up. You didn't fight for the shirt. You, you know, there were no, there were nothing. Yeah. You'd already, you'd sort of already accepted, you know, the principle of being knocked out of the tournament. And yeah. it's, it's sad to see. It is. really I mean, is. I mean, we don't have grudges. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, um uh what 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 can I what can I say in Italian? I know, I know, I know, I know. I just can't find it. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. 
is. I mean, yeah, just and and the, the and and you see English, you see men's teams do this. So I'm not actually, you know, saying it's just the women, but you know, you can see that they were panicking. They were taking shots from outside the, uh, you know, outside the box. And, you know, they couldn't very rarely, unless you were France or England or possibly Germany, you were doing nothing with those shots. They were either, you know, daisy cutters that would just hit the first defender. I'll tell you something, you know, I don't know if you've ever played golf, but when I was a kid, yeah. you went around the golf course and you used to find the balls that had all gone astray and go and yeah. sell them back in the club shop. Well, I've been on the phone to the space station and apparently they've got about 15 balls that have been kicked that eye that <laughs> landed up there. I mean, those shots going everywhere. Um, but I'm afraid, you know, it, it's a game and you, you get what you deserve. And Italy, all over Belgium in the first half, I wanted Belgium to win because obviously, yeah. you know, my, my feelings towards Italy. And I had to say at half time because Craig went Italy to win, I had to say, actually... The Italians are the better team, but they haven't. And we say this so often with the men's game, don't we? They just didn't take advantage. Belgium came out, caught them dead, you know, and one nil. Um, and then they, you know, they just never really offered anything. No, you see that though. We've we've seen it with a few teams where it's been, um, you know, people. You, you sort of let these people have a chance, have a sniff at goal. Um, but then you manage to kill them off. Mm. You manage to kill. You manage to kill it off. It's. I don't know how it's done. It's remarkable how they do it. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm in awe of it. But it's not. It's not pleasant to watch because sometimes what you're doing is all the donkey work and thinking you, you know, your team's getting battered and pelted, and and for what? For you yeah. then to all of a sudden, you know, the game change. It's. It's mm. a strange philosophy, but for a few teams it works and. It as I say, for Italy, there's got to be that point where you where you turn around and say, "Listen, we got it. You know, we we got it horribly wrong." Back yeah. to the drawing board. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte says there Rome wasn't built in a day, but let me tell you, Charlotte, had you employed Polish builders, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really have the killer instinct. Yeah, that's a fair point, Charlotte. And a lot of teams didn't. But like I say, I just think you know, when it's I understand. In the first game, you're wary because you don't want to start off with a loss, you know. And if you start off with a draw, you know, you obviously that's slightly better. But when it's the third game and everything depends on you winning, don't just stand there and play it around. You've got, you've got to go for it, you know. But um, but it was, like I say, at some point, I think Iceland were in second place, uh, then, then Belgium. Iceland got the penalty at the end, but they needed the, the second goal to, to go through. Uh, and towards the end, you're thinking like, well, all Portugal could, uh, all Italy, no, sorry, yeah, all Italy could do was they couldn't, they couldn't get through, but they could have stopped Belgium going through. Yeah, they could have. They could have. You could almost say they couldn't get past the group stage. <laughs> Mommy, oh, no. that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> he lost for words. He's lost for words. I am. I, I, I just, uh, 
I just don't know where to go with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Terrible. I know. Um, Not so, happy with myself. Um, <laughs> Lou went for France top, Italy second, Belgium third, Iceland fourth. Wow. All right. I think, yeah, that was probably her least successful group. Um, probably, yeah. Yeah, she got France top, which, like I say, looking at the rankings, you know. Um, I'm sorry. Dan's come in. No, no, he hasn't. Dan's already here. Doug's come in, and I did say that I would not be publishing any of his jokes if he came in. But well, this one, I've got to say, Doug, I'll give you this one. Um, a mummy covered in chocolate and nuts has been discovered in Egypt. Archaeologists still even maybe very <laughs> I like that one. I do like that one. <laughs> that that actually gets one of these. <laughs> Towards the end of our watch along last night. Yeah, shut up, Maisie. Shut up, Will. You stop it now. Hold you. Get back under the desk. Um, and all we all we were doing was telling jokes to each other towards the end of the show last night, <laughs> and then Charlotte joined in, and her jokes were even worse than yours. Um, but she liked that one. She liked that one. So yeah, indeed, that was probably was um, her worst uh, her worst choice. So we have got then that's the groups reviewed, and we have got to now look at the semi-finals. And I know that uh, Dan really does like looking at semis, so we will be. Oh, I do. That. I do. We'll you right know back. me. The last time we spoke, I was watching Naked Attraction. Uh, I've were. clearly, obviously, got a thing for semis. So it, it fire scares away. me. It scares me. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, please check out Three Retro. <laughs> they have been kind enough to sponsor Leicester Tide ITV's coverage of the Women's Euros 2020. So please go and give them your support. Um, they, they, and Dan will always wear it. But yeah, please give your report, them your support if you do want any retro wear at all. Right. Um, first semi. And we, well, we could have got Germany. Proud of you, Chris. Um, proud Sorry? of you. Proud of you. I'm really proud of you that you've managed to achieve your first semi. I'm really proud. This must have been a long time coming. You know tell you what? what, mate. Tell you what. <laughs> I, 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 filled, I, filled for, I filled for uh four push chairs. Uh, five. Don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> don't leave me out. <laughs> well, in fact, well, that was only three times because, of course, I had twins as well. But uh, <laughs> ah, fair play. I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting the Spanish Inquisition, but in fairness No one expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> they don't. I mean we we touched on this. Um tomorrow, eight o'clock kickoff. I'll be joined by Lou at seven forty-five. Brighton and Hove Community Stadium in Brighton, obviously for the quarterfinals. Um I'm glad, like I said, we got Spain. I think they are the, I think they're higher than us in in the in the FIFA rankings. But I just, I haven't been impressed with them. No, 
me neither. I think they're a little bit like Italy. They've been a bit disappointing. They've they've sort of, you know, not done themselves justice. Um, mm. We've been clinical, lethal in front of goal. Um, I expect us to. I expect us to be quite comfortable in this. I'm just seeing whether the um, rankings have changed, or whether they've already included any of the games in here. No, they haven't. The, the, the rankings are still the same. So, yeah, Sweden, uh, Spain, sorry, are seventh. England are eighth in the FIFA world in the FIFA uh, ranking. So, this should be a good game. It should. It should. Um, but, you know, I think it's going to be one of those. I mean, how many times have we said this This is going to be a very, very, very tough fixture? Yeah. And, you know, we said the England-Norway one would be really tough. We put them to bed. Um, yeah. We said the, Fran- the, the France game that we covered was going to be very close. You know, that that was 5-0, yeah. 4-0 at half-time or whatever. It's Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's been interesting as this tournament. Um, so I wouldn't like to say, but I do think that with us being on home soil, uh, it being the tournament being held here in England, we've almost got like an extra incentive to go out and try and win the goddamn thing. Yes, yeah. Norway are actually only, well, they say only, I thought they were only this, but they're actually 11th in FIFA world rankings, uh, just below um, North Korea. Which is probably not the best place to be. Let's no, be honest no. with you. Uh, then we managed to, like you say, put them to sword. We put the Netherlands to sword, as I say, in that pre pre tournament friendly five uh, one, and they are obviously the holders of it. Um, but I, I I've got a feeling for England. I mean, do you think it's been an advantage? Because, like I said uh, in a couple of shows, I've been watching a lot of these. Because you know, when you go onto YouTube. And you watch something, and then it suggests similar things. And I started yeah. watching about um, corruption in FIFA and UEFA, of course, which there isn't any. But you know, allegedly, I was watching these, and it showed back to like Argentina. We're watching and... a Man United ch- uh, channel before it suggested that. Or like, oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the um, and it, and it took me back to Argentina, nineteen seventy-eight, on, on one of the shows. And saying how that was because you had the, the the military junta in place then, and and people were missing, and it took people's eyes off that. But they said they put Argentina's games all at night time, so they were playing in cooler heat, if you like. And I'm thinking, well, that's what we've just done. Yeah, in a way, yeah. I mean, and have had we? I mean, yes, it's for television rights. You know, you've only got to look at, say, the crowds and the view, the, the viewings we get on here to see that the 8 o'clock ones get a lot more people watching than the 5 o'clock ones. I'm just, you know, I think that has helped England, the fact that they've been playing at 8 o'clock rather than sort of 5 o'clock when it's, when it's hotter. Yeah, I, I'd say so. I'd say so. I mean, it all it does count, doesn't it? Um... Yeah, yeah, that's... Sorry, Charlotte, you're barking up the wrong tree with that one. Hey. That was a bit rough. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think I think we both I mean I'm going for an England win here. Yeah. Yeah, hands down England win. Um 
And I, I'm I'm going to say by a very comfortable scoreline as well. Yes, yeah. Okay, thank you very much for that. And remember to do the same for, uh, for Daniel as well. His link is in the description below on YouTube and he will be repeating it at the end. We're still waiting to find out what he's going to be doing because he hit one of his targets in his uh, in his subscribes. We're still waiting to hear. And wearing, wearing a vest when, you know, being half brown, half white isn't the challenge. Uh, so you can't carry that one. And then we have, we have indeed the next semi-final. Uh, which brings us um, to Germany against Austria. And the last time I remember, well, not so long if it was the last time, but I can remember Germany and Austria in a World Cup once, and I've mentioned this before, I know. Um, I'm a bit like the BBC. I do do a lot of repeats. Uh, but I do know that they they both, I think Germany either needed to win by a certain amount and they just happened. They needed to win by three and they won by four or they needed to draw and they, they got a draw. But it was certainly after that game in the World Cup, that is why all the final games in any group stage in any tournament is played at the same time, so that nobody's got an advantage and knows what they've got to yeah. do. Um, this could be, this could be an, an exciting one. Um, I mean, Germany are um, ranked fifth in the world. They're down from fourth. Um, they were overtaken fully enough by the Netherlands. Um, and Austria are 21st. So you would say on paper, God, it's going to be Germany, you know. They're going to yeah. go all over Austria. Not that Germany, of course, would ever do that. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, again, allegedly. A, a joke for the OAPs there. <laughs> I know my audience. Um, but, uh, yeah. Austria, like I say, you know, and maybe it was a one-off and maybe they were on the adrenaline of it being their first ever finals, but they were semi-finalists last time out. Yeah, and clearly they'll have an incentive to think, listen, let's go one better. Um, you know, I, I, I was going to say something to do with, let's, well, I was telling myself in my head, don't get political with uh, no, with it no, being don't Austria. Don't get Austria and Germany, but, um, but, you know, let's... Let, let's look at it. Aust Austria aren't there to make up the numbers. They've no. they've fought hard to get to where they where they have. As you said, semi-finals the year before uh, or the last time it was held. So I'm expecting another uh, an, a close game. I'm expecting a close fixture, end-to-end um, -end stuff. I'd say, but I think the scoreline will be very very close. I think there'll only be like a goal in it between the two. I th I think you could be right. Um... And I think Austria might might <laughs> Oh, sing along everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm doing, otherwise I might get a strike. <laughs> probably already have just off the intro. Probably, probably. Um yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, I'm going for Germany on this one. I think, I think they're just going to be too. Strong. I think it was in the wrong tone you used it as well because we said neighbours, not neighbours. Moving on. 
You know, you know, most double acts there's usually like a serious one and a comedic one, but we've just got two serious <laughs> ones. What, what are we doing wrong with this? Let's see how far we can push it without mentioning a certain man with a moustache. <laughs> yes, talking of which, Charlotte says, Austria have the podcast family of sulks. <laughs> 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 we are going down that road, aren't we? We are going down that road. I feel it. <laughs> but um, how old are you, Charlotte? You seem to—you're not as young as I as you've been making out. I don't think either that or you watch some very very old films. Um, I've got to tell you, actually, I, I know I shouldn't sidetrack, but please just bear with me on this one. I don't know if anybody watches QI. If you do, you may have seen this joke. I, I love the program. Uh, I never watch it. I'm never up to date, though, because I'm always watching it on Dave. Um, <laughs> he tells me to get off, but I won't. He's comfortable. I was going to say, who's Dave? Has he got, has he been, has he got a built-in tel- uh, Teletubby screen in his stomach? <laughs> yeah, yes. How did you know? Um... <laughs> Tinky Winky's real name. In fact, the other day, we did actually say that we wanted to watch sort of, you know, QI back-to-back, you know, and, you know, and have a binge. But I, I, he, got the, he got facing the telly. I got facing the other way. Anyway, <laughs> QI, and this is a apparently this is a, a fact that in Korea, and presumably South Korea, I'm not sure, but in one of the Koreas, it is so popular, the sound of music, that one cinema place edited all the songs out so that he could make extra he could get an extra showing in every day. <laughs> I just made wow. me laugh. I mean, you know, what is sound of music without without the song? Exactly. Charlotte, I mean, she is 16, going on 17. <laughs> <laughs> Do I sound like Julie Andrews? The hills are alive <laughs> with the sound of... <laughs> <laughs> well, the hills are alive with the sound of... But again, we're going down that wrong road again, aren't we? <laughs> going down. We should. I told you we should have taken a left back there, Dan. Should have taken a left back there. But his sat nav's broken. Right. I'm going for Germany. Just quickly move on. I'm going for Germany on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think the Germans will nick it. Yes. <laughs> oh well, they might might get fined, of course. And in the next one, we have Sweden versus Belgium. Now, you're looking here at Sweden, who are number two in the world, like I say. Um, yeah. They are, <laughs> uh, they are 20-odd points behind, um, oh, no, they're more, 40, about 50 points behind um, the USA. So, yeah, the second, but, you know, quite a way yeah. behind. And you, you know, they're up against Belgium, who are 19th in the world. Um You've got a fancy Sweden, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I think you do. Oh, um, we've moved on now. We're on a different group now. <laughs> no, but it's Sweden, it's Sweden, Sweden. yeah. Sweden. Um, so it's, here we go again. That's what, that's what I mean. That's a, a good old Abba. Um, yes. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to take a chance on the Swedes. Oh. Knowing you, knowing me, I knew you would. <laughs> the name of the game, Chris. It is. <laughs> it is. 
and one of us will be lonely by the end of this. I don't know who it will be. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. I said, said Blatter War, money, money, money. It's a rich man's no, world, isn't it? True. <laughs> Hang on, what is Kate? What is Kate saying? Give me a man after midnight. Well, Kate, if you need a man, I'm on my way up. <laughs> I'm surprised she's lasted till midnight. <laughs> the fact that you don't get your ass off the sofa till then. Um, um, that's a that's a point. That is a good point. That is. I like the Swedes. I've got to it's be a sore point, but it's a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I like I like um, the Swedes. As I say, I, I think I don't think they've 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 peaked at the moment. Do you? No, no. Um, I think obviously there's more to their game, and I think they 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 to us how the German men's side are in the men's game. They start off slow, potentially grow into the tournament, um, and yeah, I think they'll be. I, I think I think they'll be comfortable. Yeah. Um, James says, "Cheers, lads. He's got to go uh, work in the morning." See you soon. All take care, take easy, James. James. Thanks for popping in as always. It is much appreciated. Um, but yeah, I still have faith in you, Dan, to get these things right. Um, I think occasionally you you, you will. Um, you obviously don't know that ABBA song. <laughs> Which one? Do Which one? I still have faith in you. Oh yeah, I know. I, I know. I still have faith in you. In fact, yeah. I know everybody worked to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I have a dream that one day that, that you won't be there. But, you know. It stands to bar, Chris. It stands to bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose in this game, you could say that the winner takes it all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That is the one. That is the one. We end on that. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than that. It isn't going to get any... That, I'm afraid, we've got... No, that was the wrong one. Let's have an applause. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. I'm available for bar mitzvahs, birthday parties and funerals. Um, <laughs> we can't bear that. Come on, that was a good one. We can't... We that can't one, I'll that. give you that. I'll give I think you we're that. both going for Sweden on that one, aren't we? Yeah, of course we are. Yeah. Uh, oh, Charlotte just sneaks one in there, Charlotte, but you're not going to beat the winner takes it all. Germany will be Sweden's Waterloo. Oh, dear. What can I say? Oh. Um, I'm desperately looking to see if I can see another song here that I can have a song that I can use. Um, God, here's one I didn't know. This must be about you, Dan. Little things. Hey. <laughs> Anyway. They brought they actually brought a song out in on their new album called Keep an Eye on Dan. <laughs> well, one of us will be ending up in trouble. But uh moving now, come on, we've stopped now. We've stopped. I should have stopped when I peaked, shouldn't I? Really? It's the yeah. it's the battle of the upside down flags. It's France versus the Netherlands. Someone's me, pressed rotate on paint. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> I did realise why I downloaded this image twice when I could have just turned it round. Um, <laughs> um, to me, this is the, the quarterfinal um, that I'm really looking forward to. And I know England are playing Spain and that sort of, you know, seventh against eight. But this is, you know, France, who have looked absolutely 
unstoppable in this tournament so far mm. against Netherlands, who, let's be honest with you, haven't hit the heights that they probably would. Yes, they're through. Let's be honest. There's no, no you know, shame in that. But, you know, they, they, they were second in the group. They are holders. They're not, you know, where they were, you know, in the last tournament. I mean, France are third, and but Netherlands are fourth in the um, FIFA ranking. So this, to me, like I say, is going to be, and I'm saying all this, it'll probably be the biggest letdown ever. But for me, this is going to be the, the, the big one. You'd expect it to be. Um, yeah. I think both teams will give it a go. As I said, this is, this is good. This is another one of those that could be a bit like with Austria. You know, Netherlands haven't really sort of okay. They've been, they've played well, but for me, I can't look past us and France. I think us and France have been absolutely outstanding. You know, in the way our approach yeah. to the game has been, the way we've took you know took games on um, defensively in attack in midfield. So. Netherlands have a big task on their hands um, because if they find uh, come up against a France team that are, you know, in in, in fan form like they was the other week, uh, I'd expect it to be uh, an easy easy night for um, for the French. But the Dutch obviously still have everything to play for with being holders, and they don't they won't want to go that you know out without a fight. No. So I totally agree. Could be uh, one of those that is very tough to call, but I suppose that's why we're here. We're here to make these tough calls. We are like the VAR of YouTube, so we need to, <laughs> to, pick, we need to pick somebody to go through. <laughs> yeah, somebody will come up with a VAR that it stands for. for in fact, in fact, but... this this game's so tough to call, we'll let Charlotte pick and we'll go for the opposite. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's guaranteed we're going to get it right, isn't it? You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking here. I'm just looking here at the form guide now. You know, we've I've yeah. said that this is the this is what going to be the one that's hard to to to, to call. But France, uh, France have won four of the last five, drawing the other one. Netherlands have won four of the last five, drawing the other ones. They've played wow. each other seven times. There's been three draws, and they've each won tw- twice. <laughs> and goals scored, France nine, Netherlands ten. I mean, you you can put a, a fact paper between them, could you? No, no. It, it, like I say, it's it's going to be one to. It, it could go either way. Who turns up on the day? Who's who's ready to die for the cause and and you know throw themselves at, in front of every single ball. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go for a surprise. I'm going to say the Netherlands knock France out. And I'll be honest with you, I was just going to say the same thing because um, I think... I'm, I don't like the French. I mean, that's going to be any other reason. You know, guess... guess I love a baguette. I love a bit of garlic bread. Smashing. <laughs> Other than that, stuff them. I tell you what, tell you what. Guess which way I voted in Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm not going to say. I'll just, let you, I'll just let you guess. I'll just let you guess. Charlotte thinks it goes 2 0 to the Netherlands. Um, oh, God, she's agreeing with us quickly. Let's oh, change that to they, France. They're all there at Calais going, well, yeah, it's nice knowing you. You're there, lads. <laughs> Go ahead. See you later. <laughs> to me, the best thing they could do is when they built the Channel Tunnel, is join it up to the M25. They come down the them right tunnel, back on themselves. The and right back down again. <laughs> Indeed. Patsy, good evening. Welcome along. You look to be new to the channel. I don't think I've seen you before. Were you saying it will go to penalties? You could be right with that one. You could be right. And welcome along. If you haven't yet, Patsy, please give us a subscribe. Would really appreciate it. Uh, Anthony's in. Um, big up, lads. Hope you're well in this heat. Yeah, right. Yeah, Patsy. Yeah, Patsy's gone nil nil, and like you say, and and then for the uh, the penalties, uh, Patsy, how are you doing? I've not seen you since um, JFK's assassination. Ah, oh, that, that, that one was poor, Chris. That one was <laughs> a bad one. That that's just lost her now. You've gone from up here. You've gone from up here all the way <laughs> down there. She literally has got a finger over that subscribe button. She says, I'll book her off now. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't understand it, ask your parents. Um, so, <laughs> so that is the group. So let's just go back and um, and have a quick refresh, if you do not mind. Uh, let me first of all do that. And I can get rid of that. Bring that in. And I can do that. Whoops, again. There we go. Shouldn't have done that. So, um, England, Spain. Um, you know, England have won the last five. Spain have won four of the last five, and they've lost the they lost the other one. Uh, they've played each other eight times. Uh, four draws, two wins each. <laughs> it's Close the nine goals for England, eight for Spain, and it's down at Brighton and Hove. If you are down this way, uh, get off the nudist beach and get up to the stadium. Uh, I am still going for England for that one, yeah. Same, same. Um, and then let's have a look at uh, I think I didn't really look at, but let's just have a quick look at this one. Germany, Austria. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to go back to where we were. We, we've gone down that road. We've not done a U-turn. Germany have won four of the last five. Austria have won four of the last five. Um, they've never played each other before, so this could be um, this could be interesting. Uh, you can't split anybody, but uh, I think I think we both went Germany for that one, didn't we? We did indeed. Yeah. We did indeed. Um, he's not playing because he plays for Leicester. Indeedy. <laughs> and then we've got Sweden, the um, villain, and versus Belgium. Um, of the oh, now this is interesting. Of the last five, Sweden have won three and drawn two. Belgium have won three, drawn one, lost one. Mm. Um, they've played each other twice before both times Sweden won it and they scored seven goals to one and this is at the Lee Sports Village at Wigan and I think I went for Sweden I think you did as well didn't you yeah I did yeah 
um, just copying me as you always do. You always, you're like that at school, always looking over my shoulder, copying your homework. And then we had the French versus the Netherlands. Um, oh, let's just call them Holland, but yeah, that's what they what they're yeah. Now. So in the last um, five games, France have won four, drawn one. Holland have won four, drawn one. <laughs> they've, they've played each other seven times, three draws, two wins each, <laughs> nine goals, nine goals for France, ten to the Netherlands. These games should all be tight and they should be absolutely brilliant, you know. They should. They should. But, um, but yeah, and then, of course, we've just done Germany. Um, we, well, Dan, <laughs> he's sat in a certain way here where I think he may be, may be clenching. And if you hear this, that could be Dan. Well, we'll let Dan go. Thank you very much, young man. Turf Morehouse TV on YouTube. Be sure to get over there, give him a subscribe. Great dark drive. There's a lot of work in. So do go and give him, give him a subscribe. I will let you go and um, run off to your toilet. Oh, I'll be running. <laughs> Just remember, put the seat down when you're finished. I'll try. <laughs> Take care, mate. Take it Peace easy. Afterwards. Cheers, All mate. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. That's Dan the man. And always oh, gone out of the chat as well. I thought he might have stayed in the chat for a chat after, but mm, must have upset him. That, um, Anthony, that was actually um, Dan today. If you wonder who that picture was, that one, that's Dan. Go back to the start and watch it all, and you'll know what it is. We are going to be back all week with these um, with these games now. So tomorrow, England or Spain, and I'm going to be doing that with Lou. Um, on the quarterfinal on Thursday, I'm going to be doing that with Maisie, who's a, who's a Man United ladies fan, great girl. You 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 if if you're wondering who Maisie is. If you haven't actually ever ever seen her or met her, let me just say I can show you. I can, well, I can tell you that this is who Maisie is. <laughs> <laughs> it's her. She's with me on Thursday. There might be a uh, a football match breakout. Uh, Friday we've got um, Sweden against Belgium, and then Sunday I'm back in again with. Um, with Doug for the Netherlands or France versus the Netherlands. 7.45 for all of them. Please join us if you can. And just remember, please, if you don't, well, if you do want any uh, retro sportswear, uh, like any old Arsenal kits, because you've used the others on the bonfire or anything like that, then please get over and support these guys because they do support Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, 3retro.com. That's the number 3retro.com. Um, it's your one-stop retro shirts and vintage football clothing online store, and they will ship worldwide, um, which is always good to know. Please, like I say, if you haven't subscribed, I would love you forever. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you. If you have been listening on the podcast on Catch Up, thank you for lending me your ears. I really do appreciate it. I will see you tomorrow, 745 Come on, England, we can do it. Let's go all the way. And, well, football is actually home because it's here. So it's not coming home. It is home. Let's just make sure that we keep it. See you tomorrow. Good night. Thanks very much for watching and listening and in the chat for joining in. Good night. <laughs>
Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.